know what I'm saying? I did. Somebody asked the question. I, on we can other, discuss how we come up with topics. Oh, we got to talk about the R&B shit. Oh, yeah. How we, we just We freestyling this episode. Hey, how y'all doing? We Welcome started? to Part of All My right. Bullshit. Well, I mean, we been started, but I got to <laughs> kick the intro because y'all ain't shit. Let's do it. To oh, my right, I got... Go. Shut up. I'm giving the intro for the first time. We ain't going to play the music. Time. This is, no, ain't no music. <laughs> I'll add it later. Um, <laughs> I hope one of y'all niggas got a um, vibe. I got one. All right, Because I'm always a vibe. And... <laughs> hey, yo. It's not the show, nigga. All right. Okay. Let her intro. Intro. All right. Fick it, fick it. Uh, <laughs> to my... <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> to my right, I got... The truth in the building. And then to my left, I got Young Geach, man. These nuts. We out. <laughs> we out here, man. It's lovely to be around y'all. Did y'all appreciate me opening up the show? It's not lovely to be around y'all niggas. I, I like it. It, it, was it needs like, a little. It, it needs a little like, work. It was like. Let me know when y'all when y'all hear this. Let me know how y'all felt about my grand opening. It was like you want them in your DMs. Yo, send her a DM. <laughs> Brio on IG and I Twitter. A, I need a subject first, though. So before you say anything, you got to put in all caps. Just listen to the show. So you, so you can open this shit? <laughs> yeah, That's hilarious. That's hilarious. They had, a, they had a nigga that said he going to leave with what bills you want me to pay instead of hey, beautiful. That's how oh, I seen that. I saw that tweet. I saw that tweet. So that way he, he, she could open it. And then in that joint, it's basically oh, yeah. just him going smack. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Creative. That's creative. Because sometimes you, you got to be innovative when it comes to getting somebody attention. Not even just getting their attention, but holding their attention. You know what? One thing that worked for me, like, I want to say like three years ago, I got this girl's attention, ended up getting her number. We went on a couple of dates. I fell in front of her. Not intentionally. Uh, well, I hope not. But, That's funny. But <laughs> it was, it just... <laughs> It was cold. It was icy. I wasn't paying attention. Black ice caught up with me, slipped and fell, bust my ass. It was I, a bad joint. I was hurting. Yeah, it was a bad joint. I was hurting, but you know you had to I'm play it off. I'm in a bad fall, not the. To... Oh nah, yeah, it was a bad. <laughs> I'm fall. in a bad fall. It was yeah. the, it was all the above. It was hurting, and I had to get up and like you know just just grit shake and hold it, it in. How do you mm. shake that shit off? You you don't you you just you just grunt like it What'd hurts. What she do? What she, she do? Was, oh, are you okay? Came like, over. Did you bust your ass? Ass? Yo, I busted my ass. Ass. <laughs> Did she help you up? Or? Yeah, it was kind of like a. It, she didn't help me up, mm-hmm. but like she helped me over she to the ex- bar. She extended yeah. her arm, like. Yeah, it was like a. Oh, are you okay? And then I got up and I was like, uh, oh, I okay, had a little okay. limp. She was like, Oh, that you must have felt really hard. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah, <laughs> you know. And then we got to talk. I probably wouldn't talk to you after that. I'm being. Honest. I'm <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I'm, because I'm just thinking about. I'm well, we know about, the story that she told. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Say that. I'm thinking about. My experience with actually being on a date with somebody who but that was the curve. This was black ice. Black ice. I don't give a fuck if it's <laughs> yellow ice. <That's> funny. <laughs> I think I feel like my team busted ass on our first date. It's over with. But, <laughs> but I, I didn't even I didn't even know her then for real for real like that. Mm-hmm. It was just it just happened. Well, like yeah, that. you still don't know her like that for real for real I mean, because clearly it ain't go I mean, nowhere. So hold on, yeah. like what's the all right? Nah, that's a good topic. Like so, is that your worst situation that you like most embarrassing situation? You got a number. Has anybody like embarrassed themselves in front of you and you still end up getting their number? Uh nah. Mm. That's a good question. Let me think about that. Cause it, it, I've had some weird situations where people would like go out of their way to try to like talk to me mm-hmm. or get their number. But I, I usually don't go out of my way to try to get somebody's number. I try to give you like a little look or something or a little tap on the mm-hmm. shoulder, you know, like position yourself so we can make eye contact. You What's know? your look? Let me see. Nah, man. <laughs> what's y'all? What's y'all take on like getting somebody that's like drunk's number? I, I, I oh, that's I, that's too easy for me. When I was in college, I, I used to. Want nobody re- number. All right, okay. <laughs> the hypo- in this hypothetical situation, it, it depends on how messy they look. Because you know, if we all out drinking, it's cool. Mm-hmm. But like, if you sloppy, sloppy. As a man, I'm a I'm a more look out for your security than anything okay. else. Cause yeah. I be hating watching niggas like try Still to talk to, to girls yeah. and they're near death, like yeah, yeah, eyes yeah, yeah. closed, no interest at all. And niggas is like, yo, let me try. Yeah. I'm like, bro. All right, well, I will say this. I, I'm with you on that. But <laughs> it depends on the situation. Like the situation I'm thinking about, me and the girl was rapping and when she was totally sober. Oh, yeah. She was yeah. at like the table that was next to us. And yeah. we rapping, we just talking back and forth, you know, chopping up. But I actually never got her number because my move is always to get the number at the end of the okay. day. Like, I'm not going to get it because I want to keep the conversation going. I often feel like if I get the number mid-party, that's it. that's it. You know yeah. what I mean? Party going, party going. I realize that this girl is getting drunker and drunker. Like, I, she went from being totally fine. Yeah. Dog, 
I turned around and Shorty like fell through the table, like her table that you said. <laughs> and you still want her number? Nigga, WWE style. I was on it. I said, fuck it. So on the way out. See, that's the fuck. That's what I'm talking about. It was so, it was so bad. Her friends was carrying out the jump. So one her friends, one of her friends was like, yo, she turned up just like I do, nigga. I seen her from all ends of the spectrum. She turned up just like I do, nigga. No bullshit. Hey, listen, I bullshit you not. Her friend was sitting there watching the whole time. So her friend actually was the one that gave me her number she was like I seen y'all niggas rapping I'm gonna make sure that she gets your number in the morning. Oh, so she took okay, my phone okay, okay. We, and she got we, it we, we never talked after like that, that but we she need got, more yeah. friends like that I, li- I like friends that are like that yeah yeah. yeah. but if you were still trying to go smack I would be like oh are the Jonas being carried out the club yeah. oh you're not, you're not <laughs> why is she getting carried out remember he over me there. earlier when you were sober <laughs> remember me yeah nah that's why she gonna have this number and wake up the next day and be like who the fuck is this but you definitely broke the barriers of entry Talking to her while she was sober. Then. That's what I'm saying. You like, can't you can't be trying to go smack at her while like the first time you meet her, she's about to get carried. Nah, out, I feel I mean? like I feel like there should be an exception when you because I definitely understand what you mean by saying getting a number waiting until the end of the night. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there should be an exception. Like if it's happy hour, I feel like you should probably do it a little sooner than you think because it'd be so easy for people to get drunk. Mm, and then because okay. think about the fact that happy hours either be having like double deals mm-hmm. like. Two, four, whatever. So people always be trying to get them to, and people be drinking fast because they be trying to hurry up and, and, and order before, before eight seven. o'clock or seven. Yeah. So I'm like, so I think that an exception, an exception to your rule would be happy hour. Mm-hmm. Do it mid, not too early, but don't wait until the end. And then yeah, I was about to tell you being here at school. <laughs> <laughs> and then yo, um, what the fuck? <laughs> and then. If you at a club or a lounge or something and it's free before something. Oh yeah. Um just to, just wait until the freeness is over. I'm not going for the free number. bitches. Nah. Because then cause then they absolutely gonna be sober. Sober. But if the if it's the after eleven mm-hmm. time, then you can go smack because it's like See the the whole free before eleven thing. I never really been into like getting to the club early. So if I see that you in the club free before eleven, I don't know if I necessarily wanna like talk to you because that's not really my vibe. You know what I'm saying? I like I guess I said that because I like for the I like for my bitches to trouble. I've never. Re- <laughs> <laughs> they house a different standard, yeah, which I'm is true. Which know, is true. Just think about it. It's definitely a different standard. Because it's the difference between you, you having a twenty them. or not. Nah. Yeah, nah, I, that and you gonna be in them heels all, all night. night. Yeah, and then that's the bitch that's walking out the club with I don't no want shoes I want on no because she's been there since nine thirty. I want but, no parts but, but if you can find that one that can withstand the marathon. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Then you just got to holler at it just for being a fucking That's what trooper. I'm saying. Them calf muscles looking right. <laughs> Them toes not though. <laughs> These sturdy as shit, though. Now, that's funny. Now, I look, I, sure? I look at that shit like I look at traffic, bro. You know how in the morning, you, you either go- You out here playing Frogger. <laughs> look, you either go really early or you go late after the rush. Right. You can't you can't go during the rush. No, I'm going during the rush every time. Just like nah, happy hour. I'm in late. I'm in late and I'm leaving early. <laughs> There's no only time the club. I'm talking about anyway. Oh, <laughs> nah, nah. Because tra- even even like in the morning, you can miss the traffic going in late. That's how I go at the club. If it's happy hour, I'm going there early mm-hmm. because you get them before they get lit. And most of the time, a lot of girls come early because they they just want to get there before everybody else get there, and they post up. They want to get yeah, their little shit chair like that. exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. shit like you can that. you can smooth. But if, if I'm going somewhere that's supposed to be lit, I'm waiting for you going late. I'm waiting for rush hour because I'm going late and okay. I'm leaving early. If I'm going somewhere that I'm like I'm there for what they what the establishment is offering, mm-hmm. like I'm there for like. Two for something appetizers because drinks wouldn't get me somewhere for a deal. But like two for something <laughs> drinks wouldn't get you somewhere for a deal. No, but free. like I'm saying, park if Park had like two for one jerk and mac and cheese or some shit like that, oh, yeah. I would be in there. But I would be I would be in there early. True. Because as soon true, as the true. crowds start coming in, I'm like, yeah, I'm. It's about that time. Park, park been having the the, uh, the Thursday night dinners. So let me tell you something. The day that. Park have a two for one jerk chicken and oh, mac combo. I'm in there. My nigga. I'm in there. That's gonna be the wildest night in DC. Four apps for the price of one. I'll I mean four apps for the price of two or some shit like that. Undefeated. I'm they, in there early too. I'm waiting at the door like undefeated. They changed bro. the game with the uh what is it? The Friday day party. It's the the skip work day. Hold up, give me a hook. Yo, they 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 had a day they have had recurring day parties on Fridays mm-hmm. where it's like um, what is it? Skip day at work. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, and you just it started at twelve, 
You okay. leave, go to lunch, and go rate your party. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not. Speaking of parties, um, make a little quick segue. Hey, listen, man, listeners, 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 we dropped the flyers. We dropped the event bright September 1st. Make sure that y'all pull up. We're having our very first R&B party. This is something that we've been thinking about for a while. We finally got organized. We're finally getting it done. I'm looking forward to seeing y'all there. It's going to be a Songbird. If you came to Cuffin Season, it's the same location. We'll be down in the basement. Please pull up ready to have a good time. Like I said in the event break, this one is not for the wallflowers. For the people that like to play on their phone and look cool, this one is not for y'all. The whole concept to this is, <clears throat> well, the whole idea was I've been to hella R&B parties. And a lot of times, they don't even be playing R&B. You get like a couple little R&B and then you go to Sheck West. Yeah. You get a couple R&B and you get to Chief Keefe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Somehow Finito comes on. That's cool, but that's not what we want to do. You got, I've been to other R&B parties where you get in the slow jams all night. That's not what I want to do. What I what the DJs are doing, they're building a whole a whole experience for everybody. It's going to be up-tempo, upbeat. We're going to be going on a musical journey from the 80s to that, from that roller bounce to that funk era all the way to the 90s, all the shit we used to love. It's a present day. It's going to be upbeat. Y'all going to sweat. It's going to have a good time. So if you got a perm, stay home. If you're natural, come on. Um, condition the morning <laughs> Yo, No discrimination. You know if you got a perm, come on. Nobody judges. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. But with that being said, man, get your tickets. The tickets, uh, I think all the free tickets are gone right now. Tickets are only $5. Very, very light. Please get them before they're gone. We've moved a bunch of tickets already. So um, hopefully see y'all there. I might grab a mic. I might host. You know what I'm saying? I might sing a couple tunes for y'all. Um, I might have, hand the mic over. Y'all sing a couple tunes to me. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, September first. I don't want nobody singing to me, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will try to see if I can get some phone lockers or something. Because that's the number one thing. I, mm-hmm. At first, when when Geechee brought this idea about the R&B party, I was a little skeptical because I was like, "Man, you talking about doing phone lockers? You know, R&B party? Yeah. What, 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 we, what we talking about? But it's a it's a great idea." And he he kept he was like, "Yo." We're going to do this. We're going to do this. So finally, I came on board and I was like, yo, it's a great concept. Let's do it. And actually, when we dropped the flyer and and they saw the description, I had a couple of people hit me up like, so are y'all going to have phone lockers? Oh, sure. Are, are yeah. people going to lock oh, up? Oh, because of how I read the yeah. description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I just feel like more and more people feel like that when they come to an event, they can't talk to people anymore yeah, because yeah. everyone's always in their phones or taking pictures or taking videos of other people. So people mm-hmm. feel afraid, feel afraid to like move around and actually do shit. Why do you, why do y'all, why do y'all think that is? What like, like people are? I, I know we're 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 stuck to our phones all the time, but mm-hmm. like being out, like why? What is that? Like what happened to our generation where things shifted from us like going out having a good time? Like when we was in school, when we was in school, I wasn't worried about a phone. Hey, look, because you got girls like Brio that won't talk to you after you <laughs> slip and fall in front of them. <laughs> I don't need a phone to not talk to somebody. <laughs> no, but that's all I'm saying. Like, like it's it's more of, I think it's the fear of not wanting to embarrass yourself mm-hmm. or not wanting, yo, that's what it is. Not wanting to do too much. People okay. get clowned for doing too much. That's a fact. I had a, um, I had a friend of mine tell me and, and this is an older friend kind of like my auntie she was telling me like relax 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 let me get to the point i want you to get to the point but i wasn't gonna laugh i swear i wasn't gonna laugh i swear i wasn't gonna laugh but now it's it's, it's, it's nah, like my auntie nah it's it's really like because like what what i'm trying to say is the older generation mm-hmm. they did the most right like when she was in the field like she would send flowers to her boyfriend like every day and shit like that in the field and you know playing the field oh oh, oh all right. yo all right. yo she was a slave. i was like she wasn't auntie nigga. Had that's, a, that's had a great aunt great <laughs> auntie maribel yo what type oh, time what type time y'all niggas on dog so, you gotta use the words wisely all right i understand, I understand. Like, when she was in the field i was like damn mm-hmm. when she playing was the, the field, uh, she was in the <laughs> army hey yo relax but nah like like I feel like the older generation, even my mom and my yeah. dad have stories. Like they weren't afraid of doing the most. Mm-hmm. Like they actually showed up, wrote letters. I you see, know, I see what you're saying. Um, called them on a house phone. You know phone. what? To piggyback off that, yeah. it's funny that you say that because I've been watching this CNN documentary on demand called "The History of Fashion" or whatever. And right now, well, I just finished the '60s and '70s, and they were talking about. You know, they was talking about like fashion. Basically, it's about how like fashion has made any social, political, like how fashion is affected by um, politics, like, you know, it, any different thing that affects yeah. fashion throughout the generations, the decades or whatever. And I was just watching it and I was like, yo, 
I wish I grew up or I got to experience the disco era because like, like Dathan was saying, that was the era of like, quote unquote, hippiness, but it was like togetherness. This was around a time when white people were really starting to be like, why can't we all just get along? Mm -hmm, This was mm -hmm. when everybody was in the disco, like blacks and white, and they was just partying, like dancing, like crazy. You seen old um, videos from like Studio 54 in like New York and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that shit was dope. They talked about, you know, they brought up Studio 54 a lot. They was, but they was like, this was like a very harmonious time. And because think about how, even though we still had civil rights and stuff like that, and then the crack academic epidemic didn't really start until the 80s so the 70s was that time of like ecstasy and we and black and white and they was talking about how disco is like a combination of black culture and gay culture yeah yeah, and then and then it all just came together Mm -hmm. because when you think about black people we always receptive of people gay people are always receptive of people so the disco era the disco era was super like be yourself, yeah. platform shoes. That's when niggas had their belly outs and they would still yeah, cut you if like, you fuck with them. It was grow your hair, yeah. black. whether you was black or white, it was afros, it was grow your hair, grow your facial hair. Like, I'm being rebellious, I'm going to just be my be myself because they was talking about how like, when, um, like the decade before that, everybody was uniform. Everybody kind of, ju- like the first person to really break out of everybody like- Everybody dressed like a fed. The trench. Like yeah, a but yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a who? Like a the fed. fed. Like, oh, fed, a fed. Yeah, they, ties. Everybody and, oh, yeah, was like yeah, yeah, yeah. in a hat. Top hats the and trench shit. coat. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and then um, John F. Kennedy was the one who broke the mold with oh, that. His that. inauguration was, he purposely did it without a hat because it was like this stigma of like, the if you walked around, work, yeah. not the president, but like, you had to have on a hat if you wanted to be respected as a businessman. So mm. that's why men always wear hats. Sure, and not? so when he gave his speech, he did it without a hat to kind of like break the mold. So then when they started seeing him in like relaxed like polos and like khakis and stuff like that, then that's when people started like kind of dressing like that's that. That's why them white people popped his lid. Damn. <laughs> he was too. He was too. He, 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 was, he was actually too close to black people. Cause he worked, he worked um, closely with like Martin Luther King right, in the right, uh, right, was right. it Southern Leadership Conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of them. That's well, that said. wasn't I never, really where I was going. I with never, it, but I never <laughs> thought about it like that though. I yeah. Never, yeah. So I'm like, yo, I, I, I bet it was like cool as shit to grow up in the '70s in that. Because they era. was just doing just a little bit of cocaine. Like they wasn't doing yeah, a whole like, lot. Just they enough. was just dabbling sh- and yeah. shit, but they smoked Halloween. Right, right, right. And they, you know, they popped pills and shit, but they. It was all it was all about a good time and being yourself and like loving on each other. But, and but that's what we talk about all the time, right? Like that's the kind of vibe that we want to bring back. At least I want to try to like. I the closest era to that with me was like 2006, 2007, 2008. Like when, when, when I was John was out there joint. Like, so, little John and Soldier Boy had a lot to do with yeah. that. So niggas was dancing, having a good time, though. Like we would go. Me and Rachel was just talking about this. That if you went to VCU, everybody knows the infamous Cotton Club on Thursday nights. Niggas were playing their schedule around Cotton Club on Thursdays. No class mo- Friday morning. For mornings. us, it was, um, I'm going to get back to it was you. The but we had it. Yep, we had it. And I cannot think of the name of it, but I'm going to get back to you. Was it down Glenwood or something? It was, this one was actually right across, like right around the corner from Shaw. So we okay. walked. And I would, I would have one like so. My Cotton Club was kind of similar. It was like it was a good walk, but you could still walk. You know what I'm saying? No, but, it wasn't even like a good walk. Oh, it was that right shit there? was like a decent, like it was right down because you know Shaw right. It was downtown. on campus, nigga. <laughs> so like, like low key, it was like it was only like a ten minute walk. Event. Okay, yeah, and you and you bypass the McDonald's on your way back and mm, you grab your okay. little, you know. But th- that was the era for me. You know what I mean? Like niggas didn't worry yeah, about was that. It, it wasn't. I feel like it, w- it probably wasn't still as harmonious as I picture oh, no, no, the seventies. No. Oh no, 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 hell no, black no, no. It was still, it was still harmonious, yeah. but it was a but lot. It, still was it was like a lot more a physical. Time. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That. Still like, yes. you yes. could not tell me I was not motherfucking percolating. Right, and it don't <laughs> matter. And when, the crazy thing is, when it don't matter. The party you were sweating. Yes, like and you didn't mind. That's why I wore flats. Yeah, you didn't mind at all. And the funny thing is, like you said, you can tell you was percolating. Even if your percolate wasn't hitting, no, my percolate was hitting. It don't matter though, because we was all out having having a good time like yeah. I, th- I feel like now people are so so quick to pull out their phones and record somebody and, that's, and, put and the that's stupid the reason yeah. that's exactly the reason why i feel like a lot of people because i ain't gonna lie i'm not trying to be on anybody's snapchat right that's part of the reason why i don't be like trying to be active and dance anymore there was one time i was out was it at marvin so one time shorty caught me on snapchat so i gotta tell you about the time at homecoming somebody put me on their snapchat and i ain't know to my man recorded that jump and sent oh, it to me and sent it to, to this girl and that's, yeah that's, you know it's crazy this is before 
I feel like I feel like it was a homecoming. I was down there. It was a bunch of us, but Rachelle happened to be at the same party as me. But it's before we start really like dating for real. And I was walking her back over to her section. I'm pretty sure it was Rachel. And this girl recorded that it jump. Was Rachel. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> She'll confirm this or deny this if it was if it ain't her. But either way, this girl re- recorded. She put no cuffing in the club. But I had been, I was walking her back to the table that oh, she was shit. at. But I didn't I didn't even That's know wild. the girl. The girl knew my man's. The girl knew my man's. And so he sent it to me like, yo, look what this girl posted. So I, I hit her. I was like, bruh. Why the fuck would you record somebody doing that shit? Like, I literally was walking, making nothing out of making nothing out of something. But I can imagine that happens all, all of the, the time. time. Yeah. Yeah. And and all it takes is for you to be slipping and for your ass to Yo, get on shade room. Yo, let me tell you a, a funny story about how I, I saw you don't somebody wanna make on, the shade um, room. on social media. Mm-hmm. So, this was actually the year that me and my boyfriend met. So, what, 2015? And he was in, this was probably like, maybe like a month after we met, he he had went to LA. Mm-hmm. And so he don't have no social media whatsoever. Never had, never had a Facebook, MySpace, never had Instagram, Snapchat, nothing. Right. So he's in LA at some day party. Right. And this was back when I still had Snapchat. And so I was looking on my Snapchat at this girl that I know who lives in LA. She's a model and um, she's an actress now. But at the time she was more, she was doing more modeling and she was in like some music videos because she's a professional dancer or whatever. Mm. So um, I'm on Snapchat and this is somebody who snaps I'd never look at, right? And I just so happened to be looking at her her snaps. And I was like, is it? And I like uh, I click back. He but he wasn't doing nothing. But he still was though, like, it's random. Yeah. So it was like whatever day party they was at, it was like burlesque or like women dressed up in like burlesque gotcha. costumes. And I don't know if they were like the waitresses or like hostesses or whatever, but they were like mingling around the party or mm-hmm. whatever. And he's in the back room talking to one of them. And he's mad friendly. Yeah. And it genuinely don't even look like he was trying to holler or nothing like that. Like, he don't drink. Right. So, he had, like, a bottle of water in his hand. He had a bottle of Fiji, actually. And <laughs> and I saw him going like this. Like, he was just talking or whatever. So, I was like, I, of course, I kept playing it back. Kept right, playing right. it back. Kept playing Confirm it back. Confirming. Yeah, oh, I knew, like, the first time. Mm. But I kept playing it back. Because, of course, every single time you play it, you playing it back, you looking at you something, something different. different yeah. yeah, so I kept playing it back. But it was just mad funny to me. So I hit him. I knew he was at a day party and everything, mm-hmm. but it just was funny to see him in the background of the um he was like, Yo, that's crazy. Like I'm like good thing like niggas don't be lying. I'm right, like, I right. know because you had no idea I knew that girl. He was like, he was like, Yeah, my homeboy was trying to rap to her at one point, the girl who I knew that's or whatever. Funny. I was like, Yeah, that's funny as shit. But even worse is like he didn't even know he was on somebody's page. He don't and, even and know the, the girl. Thing, like, the girl didn't even know him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like she was perp- purposely right, putting right. him in. That's wild. That's the worst thing. That's, yeah, that's the worst thing shit. ever. But yeah, that definitely, definitely happened to me um, homecoming a couple years ago. But anyway, I say all of that to but say- But were you cuffing in the club? I mean, technically, yes. But okay. I was walking her back to the table she was at, and I was going back to my table. You know I ain't saying? gonna hold you. If, when I do see niggas cuffing in the club, I do look. I don't. I, don't, I wouldn't pull out my phone, yeah. but I do judge based on how drunk the woman is. Mm. So what's cuffing in the club? Let's, let's define that. Like- What's cuffing? Because if I want my girl, yeah, I'm cuffing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But if if it's like, but well, hold on, let me let me dial that back. Let me clean that up. Not cuffing, as in I'm with her. But to me, when I see when I think about cuffing, I think about like niggas like tonguing down in the club, like yeah. that type oh, of thing. God. Is that what we talking about when we saying cuffing? If you tonguing down in the club, you tonguing down in the club, like. Mm-hmm. So what's cuffing then? Man, for me, cuffing. I, I usually look at my, I don't care about strangers, but if it's like my friends and they don't know the girl that they try and rap to okay. and they are like tonguing her down, just being all up on it, then yeah. I'm going to look at you like, bro, that's real cuffing in the club because you. you don't have anything established with shorty. you just with her. You know what I, I mean? You. Like, and it's mad nasty. You like, hold I, on to the what, One night stands used to be a thing, mm-hmm. but- <laughs> We're in the social media age now. Like, bro, don't be cuffing in the club. Don't be kissing saying, someone. Because yeah. then you could be on somebody's Snapchat or Instagram, and then all it takes is for one person to know you or to know the other person, and then full circle, now somebody looking for your Did ass. we talk about that on a, a podcast already? With that time we went to the park and old boy was in that joint tonguing down old girl that he literally just met? He bought a girl a yes, drink. Yes, we talked about, we talked about that. Yes. I, I can't but do that's it. what I consider I that cuffing, my, bro. My distaste like for that type uh, of shit. Tongue kissing. 
I mean, I'm I, I'm with the PDA, but not in the club. Mm, okay. It has to it has to be like <laughs> we talked about this. It has to be an affectionate <laughs> PDA. You know what I mean? But anyway, back to bring it full circle. I tried we last kissing time. moles and shit, grocery we, stores. You know, this nigga right here. Anyway, unexpected. bring it back full circle, man. I can't wait to see y'all. September first is a Sunday, mind you. That's bring most of us don't work. Yeah, most of this is where we started because this is where we started. Most of us are off that Labor Day Monday. Because niggas was hit me like, yo, it's a Sunday. I'm like, bro, look at the calendar. It's Labor Day. We're off. So 9 to two, nine p.m., 2 a.m., Songbird. Um, you make me want to. And I'll see y'all there. We good? I want to hear a lot of Usher. Speaking of, you make me want to. going. Usher got a lot of dance music. There goes my baby all day. I'm trying to be in the corner. So you trying to cuff. With, <laughs> no, Real practice her moves and shit. Hey, yo, I, I don't know what, what the fuck that is. What is that? You pulling up early or late? Me, late, right during um um rush hour. Oh, all right, all right. So about eleven thirty, right? And then Word. you leave about one. That's that's one thing I am getting more accustomed to doing: leaving parties early. Like mm. go there late, leave early. You know, I was at my um, one of my friends. She had her thirtieth birthday party. She had like a two thousand steam jump on Saturday. Yeah, and you was looking like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I won the contest too. Oh, I won for, for I won the best fit. Yeah. So what made you put the the bandana on top of the hat? Girl, I traded on. <laughs> Yo, that's wild. You know, you don't remember that video? When Fab um, had the bandana. I remember. I remember. That's I, why I, I kept calling you now, asshole. Yeah. But I won the contest easy. I had a sidekick too. Oh shit! You had a sidekick, nigga. So. What? Yeah, I, had, I still I had a sidekick like the T Mobile jump. I'd have brought my iPhone. I had 3. it clipped on my hip. Somebody brought the um. Remember the razor jump that the razor that flipped? Yeah, with I, the keyboard? yeah, uh huh. She brought one of those. So she actually won on the girl's side. She oh, had a, okay. a Eddie Bauer um, skirt, jean skirt, oh, uh, okay. and then an Eddie Bauer shirt. Like her outfit was pretty dope. My nigga, and she had like uh, wedges nigga. on and shit. Oh shit! Yeah, she killed my it. nigga. If you ever whip out that sidekick around me, dog. I'm... So, the crazy thing it was actually working. Like you could turn it on. But... I was about to say you should have put your SIM card in. But I was pissed because I charged it, mm-hmm. and obviously the battery life was completely different. Oh yeah. I, when I took it off the charger, I had left it on overnight, oh. and it died overnight. So when I get up to getting dressed, I'm right. trying to turn it on. It right. was dead. Right. But it actually worked. But I ended up winning the contest anyway. Um. What was I saying? Oh yeah, I was saying the timing for that was perfect. Like you know, we typically. Throw the day party. Her party was from like, I think it was from like from 5.30 to 9.30. Sunday. It was like the the best time ever because I was able to sleep in a little bit. I was able to go to the party, have a good time, get my drink on, and still leave and wake up the next day completely refreshed. So now I understand why niggas be like, oh, they like a little 5 to 9 thing that we be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's mm-hmm. real. But I definitely like going home early now because I can't deal with that headache on the back end. Mm. Just being tired. I don't want to be getting like hungover from being intoxicated yeah. it's, it's feeling hungover from being tired as fuck and then you waking up groggy as shit it's like no. that's why I'm going on Fridays count me out cause, so if I go out on a Friday night my Saturday is ruined yeah, yeah. that's true your entire Saturday yeah it's, it's, I, can't, I can't do it no more so you catch me on a Friday I could take the L on a Sunday cause Sunday is a lazy day anyway but if I go out on a Friday it's not gonna be good for me the rest of, my, rest of my weekend is is completely shot I can definitely see that you know what I mean that's a fact Listen, all right. Let me. What let you me looking at me for, I'm nigga? Just, I, I'm, I'm over here putting y'all on Instagram. Don't oh. put me on Instagram. You too late. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I did want to. Um, I ain't got no topics. Niggas is freestyling, but I don't know. Did y'all see the? You have you heard about the Rich Paul situation? No. All right, Rich Paul. You, have you heard about the Rich Paul situation? Uh, yes, sir. I just want to talk about I the power of LeBron yeah. James real quick. Rich Paul, LeBron James, man. So you put him on. He's a sports. Um, Sports agent. And see, he's been really like making a lot of power moves. A lot of niggas assigned to him, blah, blah, blah. He's actually been pushing high school players to say, fuck the NCAA, because clearly them yeah, niggas have been capitalized off of um, One particular player last year, he got him an internship with New Balance and like. Korea, something yeah. like that. He went over there. He made a million dollars off of his internship. And he still ended up getting drafted in the first round by the Thunder. RJ uh, RJ Hampton, he's another player. I don't know if he's signed to Rich Paul, but he's skipping NCAA. He's going to play in Australia. Yeah. Same thing like LaMelo Ball. So obviously, you know, these we're talking about like three top players. LaMelo's talents. smart, yeah. That nigga's smart as shit. Go make some money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, why would I play for a school that one, I'm not going to make no money off of? Two, I can't even get, if I, if they find out I get a free lunch or free jersey or anything, they, you know what I'm saying? They're yeah. backing out on me or whatever. So anyway, NCAA put out some rules where now, in order to represent a player, you got to have, first of all, you have to pass a certification. Mm-hmm. You have to 
have a four three, three a, years experience, three years experience, and, and a, a four, four year, year degree. degree. Yeah. So LeBron James, obviously, he been killing him on Twitter. Like, yo, this is a Rich Paul rule. Obviously, this is like race based. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so. Actually, Rich Paul, he wrote an article in The Atlantic, and they actually reneged on their thing. So now you don't have to have a four-year degree. All you got to have is a certification, which still means that they're controlling the whole situation. So it's funny because in Rich Paul's um, article, he actually wrote that he doesn't mind that. You know what I mean? Like, at least you have to be proficient in what you're doing. But what I also find interesting is that, like, a lot of niggas that got money scammed by, like, lawyers Mm -hmm. and all these financial dudes— most of them got four year degrees too. Like yeah. a four year degree don't mean I'm not going to scam mean, you. It doesn't mean shit. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, it is what it is. It's racism to me. You know, I said it earlier. Like <clears throat> when it comes when it comes to different things like this, the people in power they always look to somehow gain control over you. The first thing I think of when I think of them saying you need a four year degree, you need this amount of experience. I'm like, damn. Well, easy access, right? You know, plus. If if I'm looking at a person with a four year degree from like Harvard versus someone from like a community college or you know a lesser school, you're automatically probably going to look at the person from Harvard like oh they're more qualified right, right because right. they have more resources because of the name of the school. It, it just makes it too easy for it makes it harder barriers of entry for people who look like me. You know what I mean? And then also I got to have years of experience. How the fuck? I'm gonna get that. <laughs> how the fuck am I going to have years of experience if I don't have an internship? Dog, I saw this job. I was looking so I've been Oh, that mean I didn't even say that. But anyway, I saw this job. <laughs> I saw this job list. It was for like a social media like uh manager. Yeah. And that John said it was it, it was like you need 10 years of social media experience. Son, nigga, when did when did MySpace come around? Like does that count towards yeah, that? Nigga, yes. Yes. Some MySpace it's still the best social media platform ever. But what I'm saying is, none. if I had a MySpace in it does 10th count. grade, 11th grade. Absolutely. Niggas from Arthur Anderson got hired at, at all these other big four firms when they went under for Enron. So, yeah. Okay. I was just wondering. Because I definitely said, I was like, so how do, how do you get 10, 10 years of social media management? You bullshitted. It, it ain't even been around. You, for... you bullshitted just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. You, you have to. You have to. You have to. And then all it is, at, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter about what you put on that paper. It matters about what you know. That's why That's I think true. he said the the whole certification with the MBPA or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. he doesn't mind it. Because then, I mean, even the Players Association, there are a lot of us in there that can say, all right, you know, here's how we're going to build out the qualifications for, for actually becoming yeah. an agent of the athlete or whatever. But like you said, push come to shove, I mean... Just because you got a degree don't mean you ain't going to take money from That's niggas. Tim Duncan's agent, that nigga stole $20 million from that nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's mad agents that have stole hella money from people. I mean, th- this is not uh, a sports person, but uh, I, I was telling you earlier about T-Pain on The Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? How he was... he. This nigga said he lost $40 mil. $40 million. This nigga said he had to borrow money to take his kids to Burger King, my That's nigga. That's crazy. Do you see the interview? Mm-mm. He would basically they were talking about he, he talked about losses and Charlamagne asked him like, well, how much money did you have in a bank? The most money, most? yeah. Okay. This nigga said he went from forty million dollars to zero dollars. Damn. All because of another person. He's his. He was letting his manager buy like random property in Florida and shit. Talking about all we gotta do is paint it and sell it, and none of them just was selling. And and, oh, and that and that's why I keep telling people you have to really understand and watch what people say to you mm-hmm. because if they're not demonstrating it one then they're probably not going to be able to 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 get you money off of it it's just easy so like with the real estate when, when he said real estate i was like damn now some people are going to listen to this and, and finally catch on mm-hmm. real estate doesn't work for everybody bro that's a, that's everybody's just like yo i'm gonna get a house and flip nigga no yeah, yeah no yeah. it just like he just said you can flip a house all you want but if it's in the middle if it's in southeast Niggas is not coming in Southeast. Well, depending, depending on where. Depending on where. Yeah, depending yeah, on where it is. Yeah. After it's gentrified. Yeah, yeah. That's why. I, it's not a quick flip like niggas be making. It's not a quick yeah, flip. Yeah. It's just like with black businesses. You know, I always tell any any black business owner, any small black business owner that I talk to, that they if they come to me for advice, I'm like, yo, see if you can get, you know, a storefront or some presence in white neighborhoods. Hmm. They, they, that's exactly what all these other races do to black people. They bring their business to us right. and make tenfold off of us. Take your business and put it where people will go. Because guess what? 
white people will go to white people neighborhoods. Asian people will go to Asian, white people neighborhoods. Everybody else will go to white people neighborhoods. Black people will go to white, white people, people neighborhoods. neighborhoods. How many people are coming to black people neighborhoods? <laughs> Not a goddamn one. So you just selling to the same people. Your product, you you have to move different. It's mm. it's not racism. It's yo, I'm a sell, and plus you're in this. If I'm in Georgetown, people gonna look at you like, damn, you're you got a spot in Georgetown. You must be actually doing something. You must be somebody. Now you hit on something. That's right. Black people love taking black dollars and putting it elsewhere. That's it. Speaking, all right, this, not to make a segue, but I am. I'm about to make that segue. I saw dog. this tweet. <laughs> that John was talking about like, why I'm is there drunk. such thing? Huh. I'm dropping. Oh, I, I can see. <laughs> Shorty, yo, you see her drop her phone up? Yo, I gave her that wine liquor. <laughs> Shorty was looking at the joint and dropped her phone. <laughs> yo, y'all got to see this shit. Shorty said, I'm drunk. That's how you know that. Right, That's a good I seen this though. tweet and it was t- the person asked why is there such thing as a black church and it was like explaining why like racism blah 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 and it got me thinking like is there anything exclusively black that you have to have? A black like, church. You have to go to a black church? If if I went to church regularly it has to be a black church. Oh I'm going to co-sign with that. Because I've, I've I went to Catholic school yeah. so I had to sit through the KKK standing up there oh, with yeah. the hoods and shit. So I'm <laughs> oh, I'm like what? Wildlife what ain't it? Wildlife. <laughs> That shit's scary, bro. I've been to son, a Catholic church. Talk to I, me. I know what you're saying. You've been to a Catholic church. That shit son, is like. That's wild, yo. That's a wild experience. And there's a lot of harmonizing. Yo, <laughs> it'd be like, they don't be saying that. Nothing. nothing. Yeah. Um, right, what no, are you talking about, bro? No that, that looked like the so KKK. So niggas ain't got no runs? They just. No. You stand up, sit it's down. Bells and shit. Stand up, sit down, bro. That shit looked like the KKK to me, bro. No shade to anybody who practices Catholicism. Nah, nah, I fuck with them niggas, but <laughs> all I'm saying that is... That shit is different. Yo, them niggas... is a different experience. It's yo, different. The, the way them niggas dress, okay? That's a good-ass question, though, and I'm still trying to think about it. Because what immediately came to mind to me was hair. Yeah, I said mama's barbershop. But I got my hair cut multiple times by um Asian women. Yeah. You know, no, Asian women be killing the curl cuts. Yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. What's your... It's a jump out... I'm not gonna say her name because I don't I don't really know it, but I is a lady that work is an Asian lady that work at uh isn't that John in New York? Fiddleheads. But what's isn't there like an Asian lady in New York that's real Mona. popular? Yes. The Mona. one who cut my hair. That was her. So, oh, you got uh, hair cut by Mona? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Vicky. I so you like know about, I know, you know about uh, Mona. Yo, Rachel, you make me watch yeah. videos and shit. Yeah. So um <laughs> it's Vicky and Fiddleheads at, in yeah, DC okay. in DuPont Circle. She um Asian and then Mona is Asian too. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And both of them cut my hair. So I was when, did, when did you when did you branch out though? Like growing up, obviously it was black, but then mm. like what made you take that sh- chance? Um, I, I can I speak to this. I I I get my head cut by an Asian woman now. What? Yeah, dead ass, dead ass. Yeah, you, you look like you got a massage. She gave me the massage. No, nigga. She gave me the whole massage. You definitely, you definitely giving <laughs> Lieutenant Dan vibes. <laughs> I told her the high face. She usually give me oh, yeah, the, the yeah, mid joint. Uh, but nah, nah. I I, I, <laughs> I switched the Corporate joint because general. she gives me ev- <laughs> she gives me everything. She gives Colonel, me everything. <laughs> she gives me everything. <laughs> nigga, nigga. Nah, she gives me everything for thirteen. Everything. Okay, all right. Massage. Everything. And don't you get like a um a soda? Because I seen a joint. No bullshit. I seen the joint was like you get a massage and a soda with your haircut. And Bruh. a soda. I think so. Yeah, a pop. Bro, massage. <laughs> the the actual like. A razor shave. But what made you jump out she, there with she the razor shit? Because niggas is charging forty five for a cut. Yeah, that's is high now. Yeah, for a cut, that's my nigga. My not not even like I don't usually get my face done, but yeah. like the the times I wanted to get my just you know the excess hair, yeah. niggas is like, oh, we charging extra. I'm like, niggas, just take the razor. <laughs> I ain't got nothing, young. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Niggas is like, yo, that's an extra ten. That. Yo, when I'm going to the barber and I'm spending more at the barber than I do at the grocery store, son, that's a problem, my nigga. You know, um, you know what started that shit though? The, all the special Clout. cuts. Nah, it's especially because the niggas get man. Them little, I remember my barber, ass all that shit. I remember my barber that. was saying like because of all the different phases and shit, it takes longer now. So I, you yeah, have to I, make up for I understand. So now the regular niggas that just get the Caesar or just son, get the I understand, high but but fifty, <laughs> they think got the high and tight. Yeah, they get the Yo, high and tight. Yeah. They think got an eight on the top and a zero around the side. <laughs> <laughs> I just told her to leave everything on top. <laughs> That's hilarious. But all right, my for mine though is definitely Bob. But like, see the thing is, like, 
my barbershop, it got like a couple of Spanish dudes that work in there. Mm. But like, it's a black barbershop. Like, yeah. I can't see myself stepping out there to anything else but that. You know mm. what I mean? See, I don't even go for the barbershop experience no more. Should go for the massage? No, no, no I'm, just I'm, for the cut. Yeah, just yeah, for the cut. Oh, okay. I don't be in okay. I definitely feel you on I, that. Because I don't, I don't have the time just got you. I, got you. I definitely feel you on yeah, that. Yeah, they, they get me. She gets me in and out, bro. I come there. I'll go there early because they open at like seven. So I'll go there like early on like a Saturday. I see what you're saying. Get cut. I'm in and out 20 minutes. Yeah, mm. I definitely feel, feel you on that. Getting your nails done definitely be feeling more like a chore and less of like a leisure yeah. activity. So I I definitely be trying to but be. Is in it and because out. of the rapping or is it like why? Nah, I just feel like I, it's you so many other do. things I could be doing. My time oh, I thought you meant when you get in there, if like I see what you're saying. No, even bad. like I be thinking that when I'm sitting in the pedicure chair, like I just be like, there's so many other things I could be doing right now. And so like I be chilling, like I purposely be making myself relax, mm-hmm. even if I know that I'm not going to do nothing but go in the house and watch TV. It's yeah. just. To me, I feel like this is taking so long and I could be anywhere else but here. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, nah, for me, it's definitely a barbershop. But I, I see the thing, my, my barber, like my old head, that's my man. So, like, I don't, with him too, what I like, he has an app and you schedule your shit and he, mm-hmm. he runs that joint to the. So, when and, you that, see, and that's another yeah, issue. Like, niggas don't be doing the niggas professionalism. I used to, to, yo, bro, yeah. I, I had two barbers. One that I, I booked through Style Seat. The nigga, I would go there. Book it through style seat. I would get there on time, and then the nigga be like, "Oh, yo, I'm running behind." Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. yeah, I don't even want to talk about that because I used to work in the hair salon, so that them, shit is stressful. Them niggas, them niggas. I had a nigga show up an hour late talking about, "Yo, my bad, I overslept." My my client came that's an hour late today. I didn't care though but, because she she the one that had to be to work at a certain time, even though I was done before mm-hmm, then. But mm-hmm. I didn't really give a at fuck. The end of the but day, that's, I mean, she was but, still an hour but, yeah. but if you had a, another client lined up after her, I'd be mad because that's money. Yeah, no, yeah, I would have been like, if I considering the circumstances. I would have left her head. Well, but, I wouldn't have left her head half done. That's no, right. considering the circumstances, like I really didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But any other time, like if it was something that I needed to be pressed about, then I would have been like, "Yo, I gotta go at a certain time or whatever." But yeah, how would you have handled it if you had somebody like? lined up right after her um well i normally i normally allocate enough time i don't do schedules like that Mm. so um i'm never it very rarely do i do two people um at the same on the same day but if i do have somewhere to go or if i had somewhere to be Mm -hmm. or something like that or if i had to be done by a certain time put it that way then i would i would let them know like i have to be done by a certain time so either what you want may have to be the outcome of your hair may be affected. Like your braid, you might have asked for small, but now you got to get small, medium or some mm. shit like that. Either that's going to happen or we just going to have to reschedule. Gotcha. Or like, I just can't do it. Mm. And I, but I'm, I've always been a hundred percent okay with turning down somebody's business that, you know, in a respectful way, but like, I'm not going to overly inconvenience myself because this isn't, this is why I do how I do it how I do it so that I don't have to go out my way. Like I, I feel right. like I'm doing, even though I'm getting paid for it, I'm I'm doing a favor by like sharing my talents when I don't. When you choose to. Yeah. So I yeah. Can I ask you a quick question? Sure. Something I don't know anything about. How long should girls keep their braids in? <laughs> Yo, y'all think it's crazy. <laughs> honestly, I think it's. I honestly feel like however long you want to. To be honest, like I be wondering if like people be like washing them because I know people that don't wash their hair when they got braids in, but like like, like what's proper maintenance maintenance of braids? Because I be saying like after a week, some girls they I be like yo, you gotta go back and get that shit redone. Yeah, some people do um come get their front redone. Yeah, but most people just take out their hair. But um, I say at least wash your scalp because your but scalp- wasn't that loosen up the braid? You gotta, you still gotta wash your hair, yo. Because all that residue, because your dirt, and like all your that. scalp is a living, breathing, yeah. breathing organism. Like your you, hair, you your have hair, to wash your scalp. Because once that shit, like once the um follicles die, that's it. If yeah. you don't take care of your shit, like yeah, you gotta mm. moisturize it. You got like, but you gotta wash your scalp. So <laughs> even if you skip the braids, like you don't get the braids wet, you gotta at least wash your scalp. Mm. So I would say wash your scalp. Or even if you don't do a full wash, you can do like a um, apple cider vinegar and warm water mix, um, rinse or whatever, just on your scalp. You can spray it or whatever. You can do like some tea tree oil and some water or like some um, sea breeze and dilute it or something like that. But you got to like cleanse your scalp somehow and you have to moisturize it. So, One of these but days. however long you keep it in, that's up to you. I, I Because 
My thing is because I'm on the opposite end. Like I'm the actual person that does them. So I'm like, I don't, I guess it's speaking highly of my work if you keep it in for a very long time. So mm. I, I I'm I just take it as that and not as like oh she tripping yeah I, uh, some people like to get you know every last dollar out they shit out yeah. of squeeze out of that shit but one day I'm walking here I'm gonna have this shit curled up man and you know what's funny I used to be offended when people would take out my hair like mad fast I used mm. to get offended by that but, but now they paid you my nigga shit. I know that's what I'm saying for, I, the, for the a specific like yeah so that's what I'm saying I mm. used to gotcha. this was like years ago I used to always just look at it as like damn like I spent like I took my time like I made I know it, you know it's cute I know yeah. you liked it like why would they take it out but now yeah I absolutely don't yeah. give a fuck you can take that shit out tomorrow like you paid me yeah because mm-hmm. I used to be the, uh, the, the what's it the protective hairstyle for yeah, the vacations yeah. and yeah. some shit like that yeah, yeah yeah and that just means for for to grow right protective hairstyle it just or? means so you don't have to keep manipulating your hair like you don't keep putting it in a in a ponytail or a bun or washing mm-hmm. it and twisting oh. it and it's just protecting it from having to do so much stuff to it okay yeah Word. I'm gonna give you some braids on the top nah don't do that to me <laughs> hey y'all know what I what I'm actually I was supposed to do it today you about to get that patch Nah, oh. <laughs> but I, I did. I think we might have saw the video where like the up Capitol Heights they got that um that salon that does the men men's facials yeah, or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm booking a jump for my birthday. Me and a couple dudes are going. Oh, okay. Yeah, I sent them the date, so we going. So I'll definitely be able to report on y'all. Report back to y'all. Let y'all know how it, yeah, how it was. Cool. It's like a I think it's called like a glacier men's facial mm. or some shit. So yeah, I want to I want to start going to like a uh, a men's spa. It's one um on Pennsylvania Avenue. Oh, right. Towards Easter Market, yeah. True, true, true. There's one up your way too. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. There's definitely there's a joint in um, not in the Mills, but uh, Bowie? nah. It's a joint up your way, bro. All right, so, it's one in Severn. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's in Severn. They got like a little Instagram. I've been I've been following. I'll send it to you. I'll send it back to you. <laughs> you have some content to talk about. Because I just keep turning my head back and forth. Because like she's she bouncing back and forth for what's she lit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not used to doing this. It's, oh, you see in the middle today? Yeah. yeah. You, is, you lit? No, no, I'm regular. I actually like you in the middle. You get for like real? you get. It's, it's a good balance. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a good balance. I just feel like I'm doing a lot right nah, now. Nah, nah, you good. You okay. good. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> like I was saying, I'm uh, booking the men's spa face with taking care of myself, speaking about right. health and all that shit. Don't do that. Don't make that face. Have you have you <laughs> tried uh, cryotherapy? Mm. I want to try it. What's that? Uh, it's it's, it's like, it be mad cold. Yeah, like yeah. they oh, put you okay. in the machine, they freeze your body. Mm. I want to try it. Nah, freeze your that. body. All right. Only last thing I gotta talk about, <laughs> real quick. We... Hey yo, let her rock, bro. <laughs> that was it. That was this nigga life. said, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> now one one trend, man. I've been noticing it a whole lot, man. Could we stop like? How y'all feel about everybody blaming everything on mental health? So, like everybody, the anxiety shit, the the like. So, so here, here's what I would say about that, and I, I'll try to keep it short. I don't want to get canceled, so just no, no, fuck being canceled. We 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 got too many followers to be canceled. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> well, all right, then. with <laughs> real rap, with with people love to live in their struggles. Okay, right. So the cultural trend now is to have an issue it, you, okay. it it is what it is like if if something is wrong or if you're not not even if something is wrong if you're not getting the intended result that you want mm-hmm. you have an issue and that's not always the case mm. what i've come to to understand and and this is you know me going to therapy and this that and the third shit i even tell my therapist yo i come to therapy because I love talking to her. Mm. I don't have any issues, bro. And even the issues that I thought I had, mm-hmm. self-induced. Most of the time, I feel like a lot of people, the, the real issue is, is lack of discipline, mm. right? You're doing, you literally do too much. You have too many ideas going around. You have, well, too many, too many ideas that are just left idle okay. that you don't take action on. And then, or... You'll have too many ideas or too many things happening all at once where you're not able to give 100% to any one item, right? So now you're looking at it like, shit, I can't get anything done. Other people are looking at you like, yo, you do so much. You're you're great. You're fabulous. But from your end, you're like, shit, I never get anything done because you never put 100% into one okay. thing. You can just, you're, you're getting everything done 70% and you don't truly feel satisfied with anything. 
so it it's and more it's like some of the anxiety shit that people yeah and about. they're like yo you know either you know i'm they they get the they're quote unquote depressed because of that or they feel like you know they suffer from anxiety because there's so much going on it's it's it all comes back to time management for me and discipline figure out what's important and i'm not the best at organizing i have friends who are great at organizing shit my mom still helps me organize my schedule mm-hmm. prioritize like all right yo i need to get this done lock in you don't have to tell everybody else like your plans. You know, a lot of people do that for accountability, but even that adds extra stress that you don't need. Lock in. You know what you have to get done. Do one thing at a time. You can, you literally can only do one thing at a time. When you were in school, you went to one class at a time. You took one exam at a time. Like that is how you're supposed to live your life. You can't you can't cook and clean and you know talk on the phone all that because you're not going to give everything 100 percent of one thing exactly so it's like go fast but slow down you can have a lot going on but slow down and then figure out how much you can take in a given day so for me you know i'm becoming more efficient as a person so i can do about four or five things fully in a day and i'm talking about like like actual you know serious projects whereas before it literally was at a point where I can only do one thing a day, like one solid project, and then that would be enough for me. And then, you know, go on the next day and, right. and try to do something else or continue on with that. So, like, figure out what your bandwidth is and then stick to that. But uh, <laughs> I agree. It, 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 so, two things. I agree with what you're saying in terms of, like, you know, is it becoming too popular to just come out and and I guess self-diagnose and say and that's the, my that's my biggest thing right there the self-diagnostics yeah. is that is that self-diagnostics like, yeah oh self-diagnosis that self-diagnosis <laughs> I, you, I, 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 you I was with you I was like, with yo, you every we all can't if that's the case we all do you know what I mean yeah. like, the way which, which people, may be the case yeah well that could be yeah. the way I'm seeing people define shit I'm like bro that's you just not you just can't make a decision like that's humanality. Like we, we can't be a hundred percent of everything. You know what I mean? Like I can't say, oh, yeah, I get anxiety because I don't know what the. It's like, come on, dog. We, we, I, I, and you can look at it and I guess understand why people label it as such. But it honestly comes back to this. In this generation, we always have so much going on. There's always something stimulating us. Think about the last time you just sat down without intentionally wanting to do something mm-hmm. and just, just chill. Your parents used to just sit on the porch and, no ju- and just chill, right? Yeah. We can't do that now. If we sat on the porch, we would have our phones. Phone in our hands, yeah. You know what I mean? We we would still be so connected to everybody and everything. You actually have to make the con- conscious decision to just relax. Just like what Brio was saying. Yo, she was going to get a pedicure and she has to force herself to chill because mm-hmm. it feels more like a chore because she feels like there's other shit to, be there's other shit to do. Yeah. The one thing that is helping me with that is traveling. Mm. Travel outside the United States, please. That will teach you a lot about, you know, all, most of these other con- other countries, what is it called? Siesta? Siesta, yeah. yeah. In, in like France and Spain and shit. Yeah, in Brazil as well. Mm-hmm. Travel to other countries, travel to other places outside the United States because that will balance you out as a human being. Son, the crazy thing is like when you go to Europe and shit and you tell them niggas like, yeah, I'm here for a week. Like, that's my vacation. They look at you crazy. Fucking crazy. Because they're like, a week? Like, what's that? They're like, nah, we, we're on vacation for two months, three yes. months. Like, it's so normal over there whereas here, we have to be working. We If yeah. you ain't working 40 hours, you ain't shit. You know what I mean? Niggas say time lying. is money. And what's that shit? People be lying to you. Be, you be seeing them dumb memes. You be like, yeah, you know, Diddy only sleep four hours a night. Like, though, I, that nigga don't sleep four hours a night. He sleeps more than that. Like, we're constantly fooling ourselves that if we're if we're not doing something, we're being unproductive. Yeah, you know, time, we're time is money. Time off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, but, but that's how, that's the American culture, bro. I mean, that, that's, Time is money. That's they, not even the culture. That's that's because a lot of that has to do with like federally, federally there are no laws that says that your company has to offer anything more than an X amount of vacation days, an X amount of sick days. Mm, whereas yeah. in other countries, federally, it is a law to offer um X minimum a, amount. Yeah, of time. like so. There, that's why they're. Well, that's not yeah, why but, they're. Vacation but yeah, but what holidays, I'm what I'm but, saying is like it. American culture really just pushes you to to go, 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 well, go, I, go, like go I turn said, it I out. Think if the laws were 
more on our side. Like we don't take more vacations because we don't have that leisure. Like we don't, we don't get more, we don't get more paid vacation days. Like if we had more vacation paid vacation days, or if it wasn't, if it wasn't such a hard time to take a vacation, then I think a lot of people probably would take more vacations. But like I said, in other countries, it's frowned upon if you don't take vacation. Yeah, it's it's more for yeah. Yo, you tell I told you my senior manager when I told her I was gonna be gone for my birthday. She was like, Wow, Renee, you take a lot of vacations. You're... I'm like, yo. Yo, dead ass. What Pe- am I like people lose people lose PTO every year, my nigga? Yo, when niggas be telling me they be rolling over 200, 300, I was be like, Son. how? Why yeah. do you allow that to happen? You gotta, you have nothing else. You have to take a mental. I don't really take break. that many vacation days, but that's also because I finesse my shit. So, oh, like, man. I I make I flex my shit to make sure I'm <clears throat> off on Friday and Monday, yeah. and then I'm like, I can use my vacations when I want I when I really want to be gone on like some I, midweek I, shit. Some people, some people, saying. some people need to stay busy too, to to feel productive. Well, for me, fuck that. But I see what you're saying too, because I mean, at the end of the day, like the foundation is like capitalism, right? So yeah. you have to make the money. But yeah, I mean, it it's just it's just mind blowing to me that you you're forced to feel bad. Is it? You're forced to feel bad when you do take your days off when you do need those. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I, I, you gotta travel. <laughs> I, I would. I mean, I I don't do it too often. I w- I'm gonna start doing it more, you know, because you gotta have the money and shit like that. But just travel more, traveling more, and meeting different types of people, you'll come to understand like there's so much more. Cause you'll get money, you'll especially if you know how to get money. Like there should be no reason, especially with all of us always being on our phones. I always tell people, yo, get involved with the stock trading. Get involved with something that can just. Your phone is it, in your hand anyway. Yes. Yeah. It's five dollars. Take a survey. Yo, I'll be on the fucking um what was that shit? I used to use a survey, Ebates. Mm-hmm. Taking surveys, getting five dollars here and there. It accumulates over a period of time. At the end of the month, I'll have like a hundred bucks. Right. You connected that to That's anyway. nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's nothing. That's real. Hella discounts. I like that. Shit, man. What y'all uh, what y'all got for this coming this weekend? This weekend, this weekend. I know I got hair to braid. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday, and then my boyfriend's grandmother and aunt is coming in town to hang out with my grandmother. Now that oh, my grandmother is back, at, uh, being well, was it yeah, Thanksgiving? um, uh, Mother's Day with the crab cakes. Yes, yes. you making some more of them? Trying? To come no. With? Oh damn. Um, you made the deviled eggs though. No, she made. No, I didn't make anything for Mother's Day. I made the crab cakes for Thanksgiving. I'm trying. I'm trying. You know, you make some more. Let me know. I I got you. Appreciate you. Um. So yeah, we gonna hang out with them this weekend, and then just chill. Or what you got? I I went to the Black Alumni Ball last weekend Uh, in DC. It was hella people there, man. Mm -hmm. And like like I said, people come to DC all the time to have fun. Yo, the women in DC are amazing. Mm -hmm. They they come dressed up and. It, it, it was kind of like the prom feel, you know, they 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 had the open bar sponsored by Hennessy and all that. I mean, it was a cool time, you know, I always have fun wherever I go and, you know, hanging out with my best friends and all that stuff. So it was a really good time. It was probably like three, four hundred people out there, man. And then plus DuPont Circle was packed because uh, Diddy's son was at, at uh, Saints. Oh, okay. okay so, bro. you know, we, we was out here, man, a little you, bit, but. You cool this weekend? Shit, yeah, I have to, bro. I mean, I'm, I might, I might hit uh, Splat on Sunday. Oh that's, oh, that's this weekend? Yeah. And shout out to Mark from my Splat. I ain't get no shout outs this week. So let me give yeah, him yeah, yeah, nah, shout out. Yeah, shout out my man Mark from my Splat. Yeah, I got. I got. Uh, Where's it going to be at? It's it's with Liddy in the city. It might be at Lost Society. Okay. It's either Lost Society or Beach. I, I got I got check. But definitely, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll probably pull up to that joint. I'm pretty open this weekend on Friday. I'm, I'm busy, but then Saturday, Sunday, I'm open. Well, it's also restaurant week in DC. So oh yeah, make sure y'all get y'all reservations. I'm I'm gonna hit rare. I'm, I'm going to rare Thursday. All right, I'm. No, that's my. I'm that's probably, my I probably pull up there Friday. Friday. You going anywhere for uh, restaurant week? DC joint. You Real. nigga. Oh, <laughs> I'm just. I said if you was going anywhere for restaurant week. Um no, I never go anywhere for restaurant restaurant week. First of all, I I be forgetting sometimes, and then I just gave you the uh, the dates. I know today you, you know, through you just the nineteenth, but it's, it's like so next week. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, okay. maybe, maybe. Let's nah, let's I'm go a, with maybe. Right. I'm gonna try hit rare. I'm gonna definitely hit Capital Grill. And uh, Cap Grill, they got that season. generous pour, bruh. Well, and they happy hour. They got that late and the early happy hour. Oh, work, yeah. Son, yeah. Capital Grill got the generous pour. Twenty eight dollars add on to your check. 
you get seven seven glasses of wine mm-hmm. in that joint. Yeah. Well, go to Rare. You're going to have a good time at Rare. Oh, I, yeah. I, I most definitely. That. But yeah, we're going on Thursday. But outside of that, for me, um, I think we just hit some wineries this weekend. And that's about it, man. I'm cooling, man. I'm just trying to take it easy. In Virginia? Yeah, probably down like Charlottesville. Oh, yeah. My, my homegirl went to a winery in Virginia. She said the, the wine made her head hurt. Oh, I mean, I mean, it depends. Wine's got a lot of tannins, and that's why when you age it, uh, I mean, I could go through a whole conversation. Oh, now, yeah. Um, I'm a wine know, I'm just a, out here. Oh, for real? You know what I mean? Just like LeBron James, a hip-hop historian. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, hey, did you see the top 50? Let's get up out of here. But did you see the top 50 list that made Twitter go crazy last week? Yeah. Uh, which one? With Joe Button. With Joe number three? three? Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about you know, The funny shit, I seen the tweet. It was like, man, Joe was sitting there on his, it was like Joe's at his podcast or his TV show, Minding His Business, and he going to go to Twitter and look at his mentions and his shit going to be in shambles yep. with him at number three. Personally, that would have probably been my list. I probably wrote that shit because y'all know, you know, that's my favorite rapper. <laughs> it was some whatever, New York nigga who still wear butters in the summertime. Absolutely. This nigga had stacked bundles on that list. They had Lupe down at like 44. Son. It was missing a bunch of niggas, but I just think it's interesting how nobody from who knows where can create a list thrown on the internet yep. and spark a whole debate and now all kind of niggas is putting out top 50 yeah. lists Ebro put out one e- Ebro fucking uh, Tyson Mike Tyson put out one <laughs> like so I, I think it's interesting how was Rick Ross on any of these lists? Ross was I think at 11 on the first one. Oh, where? he was at 11 or 14 on the first one mm. yeah you listened to his, his last album latest I album? did it was alright it's okay yeah. production A1 Ross got the same flow to me. It's, it's Ross. I want to hear a little bit more content. That Nipsey verse is tight. I enjoyed that. That shit was tight. I, my favorite joint on there is just is the I like the Turnpike Ike jump, the number two mm-hmm. on there. I yeah, think yeah. that's probably one of my favorite ones on there. But uh, yeah, that's about it, man. Shit got that Jeezy coming up next weekend. You know, that's my that's my second favorite rapper, hey, man. man. He got to go out with a bang. This is the last one. Yeah. Shit, what you got for the uh, the vibe? Oh, I had to look up to see if y'all was looking at me again. <laughs> nigga, nigga, he was yes. doing a good job early doing this. <laughs> What's the vibe? What you got? Um, y'all listen to Key Glock and <laughs> Young Dolph. Um, I have not listened. Heard that, about that it. should go. I that that should go. They I said. Heard, they said. I, uh, I listened to half off. of the joint. Glock was going off. On All right. Joint. Well, I'm gonna give it to them, and I'm gonna. And the vibe of the day is water on water. Um, water by Key water. Glock. And y'all, How the hook go? go. You want me to sing it? Yeah, nigga. It's water on water. I don't know. That's how it go. Oh, okay. How you know? <laughs> That's how it go. Water on water. <laughs> water on water. Key Glock and uh, Young Dolph. Yeah, we out of here, man. See y'all next, next week. Or something like that. You there? Hey, I came outside this shit on today, man. Yeah. Came outside today, water on water on water, uh. Water. However you wanna play, choppers on choppers on choppers, uh. Yappers. I live at the bank, comes on commas on commas, yeah. Uh. Paper route, Frank, hundreds on hundreds on hundreds, yeah. Hey. What's that round my neck? Baggers on baggers on baggers, yeah, yeah. Just fucked up a check, fashion on fashion on fashion, yeah, yeah. Matching party, nothing but bitches on bitches on bitches, <laughs> bad. Smoking smartish, why they shaking ass and titties? Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Yellow, rose, white, go. Got on three tones, chocolate bit, super thick, in a camouflage thong. All that ass you dead wrong. Rich niggas in the building, broke niggas go home. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she just wanna have some drinks and have some fun. Yeah, yeah. Grant Franklin Jackson, them my real day ones. Yeah, yeah. Been about the weed, feels about the cons. Uh-huh. Her hair so good, I said I quit, little bitch, you won. God damn. I bought Eliante diamonds for my son. Water Princess cuss when I laugh back at in my chum. <laughs> a hundred million off that rap shit, then I'm done. Hey. I can't wait to smoke her up and then make bun. Came outside today, water on water on water, uh. Water. However you wanna play, choppers on choppers on choppers, uh. Yappers. I live at the bank, comes on commas on commas, yeah. Uh. Paper route, Frank, hundreds on hundreds on hundreds, yeah. Hey. What's that round my neck? Baggers on baggers on baggers, yeah, yeah. Just fucked up a check, fashion on fashion on fashion, yeah, yeah. Matching party, nothing but bitches on bitches on bitches, bitch, bad. Smoking smartish, why they shaking ass and titties, shake it, shake it, shake it, yeah, yeah. She like, girl, there go Glock. With them big old diamond rocks, jumping out the auto mall. Uh, baggers in my watch. I got baggers when I talk. Bitch, I'm richer than your boss. I don't know what the fuck you thought. Uh, I'm still the same little nigga playing with them big figures. Yeah. And if you play your late boy, don't end up. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch, I 
get it, stank it, flip it, make it triple. Yeah, yeah. My little nigga shine your head for a nigga. I get racks, that's for shizzle, diamonds wet, river system, smoking threats, me and flipper in the back with some bitches. Yo, we ain't taking pictures, they just keep on taking liquor. Yeah, gripping on my pickle, drunk ass bitch keep trying to lick me, cause I. Came outside today, one on one on water, uh. However you wanna play, choppers on choppers on choppers, uh. I live at the bank, comes on comers on comers, yeah. Paper route, Frank, hundreds on hundreds on hundreds, yeah. What's that round my neck, baggers on baggers on baggers, Just fucked up a check, fashion on fashion on fashion, yeah. Matching party, nothing but bitches on bitches on bitches, hot bad. Smoking smartish, why they shaking ass and titties? Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Came up in my hood, selling fifties like Slim Shady. Flood the streets like Walgreens and got choppers like the Navy. Drink lean like it's champagne, so we buy it by the cases. Eyes blush, I red like I've been smoking blush with Satan. Always on the road, mention always faking. Bad habit of getting all this dough and I can't shake it. Told Big Tigger I used to sell weed out the basement. Too many whips at the crib, ran out of parking spaces. And I only like blue cash on money. Races. I call my G-Wagon soldier boy, watch me crank it. Soldier. 60 point of dog, collar chain going crazy. Too much drip, you gotta pay me. Give me that. Came my shot today. One on one.